Hello and welcome. This is Story You Talk Radio. We are here every Thursday at 4 o'clock Pacific Time. And I am your host, Coach Debbie. I reside here in the West Seattle area of Washington State, where I help people write their books. I help them with their stories, their brands, their love letters as well. But I really love to help people write their books, that memorable, transformative story that either supports their business or gets behind the family legacy or just allows them to be a fictional storyteller. It is my passion, and it grew out of my experience as an associate professor at the college where I got to work with student after student after student who were writing essays and sharing their heartfelt stories. And while that was a lot of fun and really good stuff, there was a point where I thought, you know what? I do a lot of reading. I read a lot of books. And I want to help people make their books fantastic. So that's the journey I went off into, and I took my background with mythology and fiction writing, and I brought it all together, and I created this brand called The Heroine's Journey. Kind of sounds like Joseph Campbell, doesn't it? He is known for the hero's journey and the mythological archetypes, but mine is more about taking everything we learned from him, but really thinking of what is the feminine side of being a hero, because that's a really important part of any book, whether you're a man or a woman. So I like to think that I take people by the hand and nurture them through the patterns of book writing that will best serve them. Today we are talking about the stories that shape you, the stories that shape you. And because most of us are on Facebook, I I like to go there before my show and do some posts to kind of get people thinking about the topic and maybe even thinking about calling me here, right here at the station. The number is... 1-888-298-0897. I would gladly take your call and talk about the stories that shape you or anything else about your book or your writing or your lifelong transformational processes. Uh, We will also, we meaning me, myself, and I, also be looking over at Facebook Messenger. That's the personal messenger service behind the scenes of Facebook, just in case you decided to send me a text. And you can do that at my Facebook personal page, which is Debbie Handrich. And it's just like it sounds. It's Debbie is with a Y, D-E-B-B-Y, and Handrich, H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H just like it sounds. You can send me a personal message there, or you can send it to my Facebook Coach Debbie page. 
And again, that's D-E-B-B-Y. Now, if you do decide to call, you will be greeted not by me, but by the engineer of the program. And that is Eric, who's sitting right here. How are you today, Eric? Good afternoon and happy Thursday, Debbie. I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing great. And Eric, you always are the first who gets put on the spot to answer one of my questions. Ready to go? I'm ready. (laughs) Ready as I'll ever be because I'm being put on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. So I can't promise a good answer, but I'll try. I love your answers. So if we went right now to the camera roll in your phone, Mm -hmm. would you have a child, a person, an animal, uh, someone in there that you would say along the way has shaped some of the stories of your life? Definitely. Definitely. Yes, that is the right answer. You passed. Probably, Probably all of those. All of those. Yeah. Good, good. Then you will relate to today's topic. Excellent. Yes, yes. Just like Eric, everyone, if you were to go to your phone right now and look up your camera roll, how many pictures you got in there? I guess they can all go to the cloud as well. Ooh, I have a wee few. I, I'm My cloud is full. I keep getting that. <laughs> notification is every cloud day. Full? Yeah. What does it take to get a full cloud? I got 5,000 pictures in there. Mm. That's probably a full cloud. Probably. I should, I should probably go <laughs> take a peek. Yeah. If you're not getting harassed by Apple every day about it being full, then you're probably okay. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. I can I can take two more pictures and still get away with it. That's good. I bet most of the listeners out there are just like Eric and I, and you've got that constant camera roll going on because that's just the day and age we live in, right? When we were when we were little kids, I wasn't necessarily carrying my Polaroid camera around with me or the, we called them a Kodak Instamatic. I don't know why we called it that because you still had to go to the, you know, the local drugstore and get your film developed and you had to wait days on end for that. It wasn't very instamatic, but why'd they call it that? I guess hmm, I guess it's just because it was a push of a button as opposed to, you know, focusing. Yeah, you know what? I shouldn't even talk about it. That's not my area. But anyway, they called them Kodak Instamatics and uh, you, you didn't necessarily have one in your pocket. You know, but now with your smartphone, everybody got a smartphone. Are we all beyond the flip phones? Gosh, I hope so. With your smartphone, you can flick off a picture or two or even a video. I mean, we're we're right down there with movie makers now, right? But have you noticed that almost every time you go for your camera... It is because at that very moment, you have been inspired. You've been inspired to click off an image of something that, whether you're really thinking about it or not, on some level it's shaping you. It is having an influence on you. So when I go to my camera roll, I see all these beautiful people I've known for years. 
I see people that I've just met at marketing events. I see even pictures of myself and my loved ones from childhood where I've laid out that picture from the Instamatic camera and I've taken a picture of the picture so that it's on my smartphone so that I even have that with me, right? Some of you take pictures of your hiking and how beautiful Mount Rainier and St. Helens is to you. Some of you are taking pictures of your outdoor garden or your puppy dog or your brand new little kitty cat that looks like Grumpy Cat. We have one in our world. His name is Bandit. He is so dang cute. I am going to see if I can get a a picture of Bandit out to y'all on my Facebook page here at some point. That little thing is shaping my life, partially because I'm awake a little more in my life now that a little kitty is keeping me up at night. Uh, If you've been on my Facebook page lately, you have seen for the last two years the picture of who was once known as Gray Cat, but I named her Mona when she went from being a, a stray in the South End and loved by her foster parents to being my forever home kitty. Her name is Mona. She's all gray. She is mostly Russian blue. She is one of the loves of my life. I I don't know where I'd be without Mona. She She just shapes my world. I take pictures of Mona at the rate of about... Mm, seven a day. So let's see, seven a day. I've had her nearly two years. Let's say that's 600 days, 600 times. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a meaty number of pictures now on my phone. So do you get the idea here? We are constantly going through our life, taking pictures and, and even just snapping mental images of what we've experienced. And if we decide to go ahead and write that stuff down, that can be content for our book. Now, you might say, well, I don't know if I'm a book writer yet. Well, here's the good news. Sometimes the content of your book, actually all the time, All the time, the content of your book is going to be the richness of those snapshot images of your life. It's it's the really rich, potent stuff. If you have a memory, uh, if you have an emotional, sweet little moment, you know, that might be a good blog post. That might be, oh, that might be something that influenced the brand for your business, It might even be something that you and the family are compiling because you're you're thinking a little legacy work would really honor the name of your family, but you haven't quite committed to the journey of a book. So I bring all this up because, like I said, our title today is The Stories That Shape You When you have decided you're actually going to write a book, you're actually going beyond that snapshot memory 
and you're going even a little deeper than the emotional story. You're going for the transformation, the big change. One of the things I notice when people call me up and say, I think I have a book in me. I think I'm ready to write the book is I really try to gauge how excited someone is. That, that begins the process of what has shaped this person so that they're thinking it's time to write a book. So excitement is a great thing to have. And uh, a lady I am being coached by right now named Joy pointed out to me recently something that Help me realize why some people commit to writing their book and some people don't. And what she said was, excitement will take you far, but commitment is needed to complete most journeys. Excitement will take you far, but commitment is needed to complete most journeys. Wow. Now that struck me because I've been helping people write for more than two decades now. And sometimes I have sat back and thought, how come this person left right when the going was getting good? How come they left before they were done? How come they bailed on this project that they said they wanted Well, we can get really excited about things, but we have to go a further distance and really commit if we're going to finish it. That's what my friend and coach Joy has to say. What do you think about that? One way to tap into this is to think about the things you have completed because maybe you haven't completed a book yet. So think about something else. Where did you go the distance, the full distance, Uh, whether it was an expectation you placed on yourself or it was superimposed? So, for example, uh, did you did you go to college and finish that four year degree, complete it? Uh, That that that's kind of a superimposed expectation by Society, society says, you know, go to college and get the degree. They don't say go to college and hang out. You know, it's not a bad thing if that's how you did it. But society just sort of hangs that over you. Don't just go, but go and get the degree. Most people that got the degree exercised a fair amount of commitment because it ain't that easy. There's 90 credits to obtain. 90 credits often comes down to, oh gosh, I don't know, 45, what is it? Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, I can't do the math on the air. But we're talking, we're talking a lot of days in the classroom. A lot of days and a lot of commitment. Well, your book is kind of like that. If If you're snapping off pictures and looking at them and thinking, you know, these pictures are helping me think about my book, just sort of put your finger on the pulse there and and notice. Are you excited 
Or are you at that next deep level where you're like, I'm not just excited. I'm, I'm committed. I'm going for this. Because if that's you, wow. I want to invite you to a really cool program. And I'm offering it starting September 3rd. It is a book writing program. And the idea behind this is to make sure that the drafting of your book, at least the majority of it, happens this year. This is an accelerator course where you get in and go. You're committed. And you might be using the pictures in your phone to keep you motivated, to keep you inspired, to keep you emotionally connected to the book you are writing. But more than anything, in this program, I am helping you wire a strong mindset. So in the next 18 weeks and three days, that book gets written. And then you're ready in 2020 to go and seek out that agent, that editor, whatever step you want to take next to publish or even self-publish your book. This is what I help people do, and it does require excitement and a certain level of commitment. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what are the pictures in my Facebook uh, photo album right now? What are the pictures on my phone? How am I being inspired, and how do they connect to the book that might be in me? Yeah. Christy, I see you have written in on Facebook. We are going to get to you right after we take this quick break. You are listening to Story You Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Kathy Cooper, and every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m., I'll be hosting Lost and Found. We'll be discussing all types of losses, but it's not going to be the doom and gloom hour. It'll be an hour of education, support, validation, and yes, we will have a little bit of humor. So won't you join me Wednesdays, 1 to 2 p.m., Lost and Found, because every loss matters, and through every loss, something can be found. Here are the major rules for all KKNW Call to Win contests. After our contest's on-air cue to call, the first completed call received at 888-298-KKNW or number given at time of contest will be selected and verified as the winner. You could win a prize valued up to $100. To be eligible, you must be at least 18 years old, have not won in the last 30 days, and reside within the KKNW listening area. Complete contest rules are available at 1150kknw.com. Are you ready for something real, raw, upfront, and honest? Then tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here for Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and the host, Sakura Sutter. This show is unlike anything you have ever heard and was created to help others to help themselves. Hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized and see how it has improved their lives. I will also spotlight amazing people from around the world. Their skin tips, live readings, and answers to life's burning questions. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150kknw. Welcome. 
Welcome back. You are listening to Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. I am here every Thursday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I love to talk to you about writing your book. If you have a book in you, I want to invite you to go over to my my website, which is www.coachdebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y dot com. And take a look over there. I have three offers for you. A book writing program, a mastermind, and one-on-one coaching. I love working with people that are on a heroic journey and putting together their book for the masses. I also help people who are writing a book that you're holding near and dear to your heart that you're not quite ready for the the world to see yet. I want to validate the fact that that journey counts just as much as any journey that involves publication. Why? Because that journey helps you get in touch with you, the real you. And later on, if it feels right and you want to go through the process of publishing, that is available to you. But don't miss out on the opportunity to write it while it's fresh with you and while you're excited to take that opportunity. On Facebook, I always open up the opportunity to send in a question. And Christy did this earlier today. So we're going to talk to her about our topic today, which is the stories that shape you. Stories on kind of the superficial level are usually memorable. On the next deeper level of a story, they have an emotional component to them. Emotional doesn't have to mean sad or scary. It could be happy and joyous. But then on the deepest level, stories change us. They transform us. And when we share those stories, we are inviting people to also step into a journey where they are transformed. Sometimes it's hard to figure out what kind of story you're writing, and that's one of the reasons why I love offering my coaching services, because we talk about that early on. Are you really writing a book, or would this just be a a nice series of blog posts? What is it you're up to? Often it can be a book when you are helping people change and get in touch with that inner wisdom that came from their story and your story. Let's talk to Christy. Christy wrote in about a story that shaped her. She said, I like this idea of looking through my camera roll, so I did it. And there I found my high school friend from Drill Team. Y'all know what Drill Team is? Mm, I don't know if I have a great definition. It's kind of like a, a existential cheerleader. <laughs> she, she goes beyond regular cheerleading and uh, learns more um, gymnasium-type. Mm, I'm not serving this well. It's a very cool thing. It keeps you in shape. Uh, I went to my, she says, my camera roll, and I found my friend from Drill Team. We graduated, went our separate ways, 
And then just last year, we reconnected at our school reunion. She was so special to me. At the reunion, she showed me pictures of her special needs young child. Well, I am a special ed teacher. In, uh oh, what's this word? In, uh oh, something, sorry. Uh, we connected again. And I am so happy that she is back in my life. Incidentally, I never spoke to her about my desire to teach special ed. Is this all coincidence? I am writing in today because I am just aware that things like this happen to me all the time. I reconnect with someone and I find out there is a much deeper story going on. Thank you for your program. I really enjoy what I am learning. Okay, so this is Christy. Thank you so much for letting me know that you are a listener and for sharing with us this story about your drill team friend and how you connect. So what I want to say about this is I don't really think there are coincidences when we're talking about the things we deeply value. I think those things sort of bring us together. So, Christy, you had this friend while you were growing up, and for reasons you did not mention, maybe it just was, um, after school, you both went your own ways, and then at a reunion, you found yourself connecting again, and connecting over something, I'm going to use the word valuable. You became a teacher in special ed, and your friend uh, shared with you that she is the mother of a special ed's child. And um, I hope I inspired you to send in this story because I have spoken uh, a good bit on this program about writing the story. I am writing the story of a special Olympian right now. So I hope to, I like to think that maybe I've inspired you to share this. Something I want to share with you, Christy, is a quote from my life coach trainer, Alan Cohen, in Hawaii. And he says, there are both avenues and sources. Our higher power is always a source to us, but pretty much everything else is an avenue, even a common avenue. So I bring this up, Christy, because you've reconnected with someone who is on a similar avenue with you. You are both involved with special needs. She, as a mom, you as a teacher. But what I find really, really meaningful here is that you, you are tapping into your legacy, how the two of you, um, how the two of you came to know each other. But I'm guessing that your friend has changed dramatically 
by being a mother to a special ed's child, and you have gone through changes as a teacher. So you didn't tell me that you're writing a book, but you did tell me that you went through your camera roll, and this was a picture that stood out to you that you wanted to share. So if there's a book in you, it's very possible that it stems right from this picture. So I'm going to encourage you to go deeply. I'm going to encourage you to look at your values around this. And what is a story you want to share? You're starting by saying you and your friend have something in common, but go deeper. What helped you decide you had to be a special ed teacher? That's no little undertaking. Um, Christy, I wanted to follow that path. I make jokes, although I, I, I'm, I'm not really joking when I say this, but I really wanted to follow that path, but I was so afraid I would be one of those people that got in trouble, you know, that went to jail. Because when I was going to school, there were so many laws, so, so much restriction about how you communicate and handle and work with kids. And there was this thing called no touching. And I just thought, my goodness, I'm going to work with the hard of hearing and I can't lay a finger on them. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be in trouble. I'm going to be the one that goes to jail. I felt so moved to do the work. And yet I felt so scared that somehow I wouldn't be able to pull it off. You, Christy, you've gone forward. I'd love to know more. How long have you worked with these kids? What have you learned because of these kids? What kind of conversations are you and your drill team friend now having because of this common avenue that Alan Cohen would say the two of you are on? And I want to encourage you to go deeply. How is your source, that deep voice that talks to you, How is it informing you that you have a story that's powerful enough to help people change, to help people think differently, to help people kind of step outside of any sort of mold they might have, any sort of belief system that might not be serving them, and see how you have been touched by the special needs community. How are you offering to them your own level of grace? What is it that you want to share with us about your own wisdom because of the work you do? I'm pushing you here, Christy, and I'm pushing the listener as well because I want you to see there's a big difference from remembering your drill team friend and seeing you have a common avenue and actually offering a book that says, I have a story that will transform people. Christy, it's those stories that become the bestseller. They're hugely memorable. They're talked about over fireside chats and at big dinner parties They're the things that keep us connected and deep 
and emotionally aware and in our wisdom. So I hope this has served you. I hope you are seeing that if you go forward beyond the blog post of running into your friend who was a drill team compadre and and now years later, what, what reunion was this? You didn't say. Um, but typically reunions are at least 10 years or more. What What is it that you are now offering? And uh, if you're feeling, Christy, like there's a book in you around this, I would like to offer that you get in touch with me on personal messenger so that I can give you some services, some free coaching services to just get you going. All right? I'd be happy to do that. Again, my, my website is www.coachdebbie.com or on Facebook you can send me a personal messenger and just say, I was that Christy who wrote in and I'm ready to go and we'll get going. Uh, it's not too late if someone else would like to, if you would like to send in your question. Tell me about your camera roll. What pictures are inspiring you right now? Are they helping you see that mm-hmm, you got a book in you? A gal that I just love communicating with, she and I were in Alan Cohen's life coaching program together. Her name is Nikki, and she has a pit bull, a rescue pit bull named Laker. And when I first met Nikki, she was excited about graphic design. And she was doing great work in the world with her talents around graphic design. But something changed. Something big changed. And it happened when she decided to adopt Laker. And this was a dog with cancer that many of us thought was inevitably going to have to go down early in Laker's doggy life. But Nikki found out that Laker's problems were all related to her diet. And a diet can be changed. And therefore, her commitment to Laker caused great change in Laker's health. And bam, Nikki was on to something huge here. How to change the trajectory of dogs that are diagnosed with cancer simply by offering a smarter, wiser diet. That's not just a memory, nor is it just an emotional story. That's transformation. Nikki changed. The dog's life was saved. The community learned about Nikki's new work, and this became her new brand and her new business. And it serves her well, and it looks good on her. So, dear Nicole, this is my invitation to you. How about a book? Yeah. How about that story, all those beautiful Instagram posts, all those Facebook messages? How about you take that to the next level and compile 
your wise, key word here, wise work that has come out of these pictures and these stories and your transformation as someone who came upon the diet that turned a dying dog into a thriving dog that is cancer-free. All kinds of pet owners want to know this. And you know that. You know that, Nikki, because you've gone into the work. But I know you don't have a book yet. And there are a lot of you out there who are in a similar situation to Nikki. You started in one direction, or as Alan Cohen calls it, an avenue. But you started to hear your source. Something bigger talking to you knocking and tugging on your heartstrings, and you found your way into wise, deep, honorable work that really, really, really has your name stamped on it. It's a way that you show up wisely in the world. Let that be your book of transformation. I'd love to help you get started on it. Again, I'm at CoachDebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y.com. Think about it. Write to me. You've got a few minutes here because we are now going to take our second break and we will be right back. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Happy birthday to My son, Levi, was so proud to turn three, but he will never get the chance to turn four. I'm Nicole Hughes, Levi's mom, and while on a family vacation, his childhood was snatched away when I turned to close a bag of chips. He was sitting on the couch surrounded by friends, and I split a brownie with him, and then somehow he slipped out the back door unnoticed down a flight of stairs and fell into the pool. When I jumped in to grab my son, the other half of the brownie was still in my mouth. I never thought my child would drown, but I was wrong. Drowning is the single leading cause of death for children ages one to four. It is silent and fast, and it can happen even when you aren't swimming. Drowning is preventable. Please talk with your pediatrician about how you can keep your child safe. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. This is Story You Talk Radio. I am currently multitasking while I'm looking at this brand new story that just came in, right hot off the internet press, uh, that relates to our topic today. I'm Coach Debbie, and I help people write their books, and we are talking about the stories that shape you, the stories that have touched you emotionally, that trigger your memories. And if you are 
transformed by those stories, they can become a book. Absolutely. They might be stories like we were just talking about with my friend Nikki, who just sort of stumbled upon this. She was adopting a dog, and the story became dramatic with the dog's cancer and led to a new diet and a new brand and a new business for her. It could be a personal story, a legacy, something that is going on in your family. It could be a story where, like our first writer, Christy, found that her life work and her longtime friend's uh, personal family story had this link around special needs. Wherever there is big change and transformation, there's a book just waiting to bloom. And you know, like my life coach Alan Cohen said, that you're on your way to it if you have a shared avenue with other people around it. But if you find that your deepest source, your inner voice starts really talking to you in a wise sense about those memories and about those emotional experiences, I want to offer to you that chance to step into being a new author. You are on the brink of a book. And books change people, especially when you are offering your transformational story. Let's take a look at what we got here. This just came in during our last break from Maria, who is uh, in my private Facebook group and also receives my newsletter. Maria says, thank you for offering this topic. I have wondered for years if I could become an author. Is it true that people become an author or all you all or are you always one and you just have to find out that it is so? I don't know what is the truth for me. However, I do believe I have a story. I became a student of A Course in Miracles about three years ago. My life before that was one life, and now my life after it has totally transformed me. I am no longer the same person. So to offer a shiny example, I used to be really bothered by traffic, by my job, by my husband. And I used to be traffic, I used to be trafficked. Maybe that's troubled. I used to be troubled by my inability to be a good mom. What I have found out by studying A Course in Miracles is that either A, none of this stuff matters, or B, none of it's true. Ooh. Oh, Maria, you're on to, okay. Maria, I'm going to stop right there, all right, just for a minute. Writers are always looking at that stuff, what matters and what's true. So I, I want to I tell you something here, Maria. It doesn't matter if you were born knowing that you're an author 
or if it just started to sort of tickle your sensory feelings recently. If you're moved to write, then it's time to step into your authorship. Being an author means, think of, it, think of the root word here. Author comes from authority. An author is the one that knows, right? An author knows her own story. So you just said the word true. What is true? What matters when we're authoring is what's true to us. What's true to me when I tell my story? If, uh, did you go on to tell me what your story is going to be about? Mm, la, la, la. No, you didn't. All right. So there's something in there. There's something that's going on for you, Maria, that's true. Um, I'm just going to call up uh, in my mind right now some stories that I've helped people write. Actually, I've helped quite a few people with recovery stories. Um, it might, in a, in a funny way, relate to you, Maria, because anyone who's going along the path of A Course in Miracles is also wanting to recover from some of the trauma and, oh, challenges that we have faced with our lives but I have helped a lot of people with their recovery stories around alcohol or gambling or sugar and how it led to obesity. Most of these people did not create a full book, but most of these people were identifying their transformation and they were preparing for the idea of authoring a book. One gal was even coming out of the closet and realizing that she could live safely in the world and identify as lesbian. So I bring all this up because these are the truths of the people that wrote. And sometimes we discover as we're going through our life, what is true to us? What really matters and what we can just lay down that at one time or another we were attached to, but now we're not. Authors, authors that are writing self-development or transformative stories or their memoirs or their legacies, they care about truth. They're a lot like you, Maria. They're wanting to share some truth that they learned about along that avenue of becoming their best self. And so they choose to write it down. It's important to realize that we're not always going to write it down perfectly the first time through. You're working on a draft. That's why I'm encouraging people to use this second half of the year now to really get in touch with that story they want to write and just get it out on paper. That's such a challenge, you know, to, to set up a commitment to putting your story, your truth on paper. But I promise you, Maria, 
It doesn't matter if you were born knowing that you were going to write a book someday or if it's a new awareness that's come to you. If you commit for about 10 days in a row to writing, you're going to find that somewhere within that 10 days or maybe on day 10, somewhere around there, you're going to start to hear your truest, wisest voice coming through. Now, I'd like to say that forevermore, it will always be with you. It's not always the case, but you will hear it and you will start to understand that that's your wisdom and that in that wisdom, you have something wonderful to share that is all yours. It is your truth and it is worthy of being put into a book form. There's so many ways to go nowadays. Maria, if you are thinking of self-publishing, I, I want to encourage you, take a, a look at some of the people that you admire that self-published your, their books. They often went through a journey that was less than a year long. Many of them got the help of a coach like myself or another coach that helped them stay in touch with that true voice that was coming forward. People that have produced three books, they're not as worried about where to find their truest voice. They can rely that their voice will come through. What their worry is is, Am I just as committed to this next book that I have been to my previous? Your truth comes through when you make the commitment, when you go beyond the excitement and you really, really commit. Maria, I want to thank you for writing in and, um, and, and reaching out to me. Thank you for letting me know that you received my newsletter. Uh, just like Christy, I would like to offer you a free coaching session. If that suits you, you can just head straight on over to my website. That's www.coachdebbie.com. And you'll find you can just click on connect or booking and choose a time. And we'll get going simply for free because... I'm excited you wrote in, and I want to hear more. We only have a few minutes left, so I want to share a story of mine with the rest of you. Uh, let me get a little sip of water. Eight years ago today, August 22nd, eight years ago, I went on a heck of a journey. And it, it, I wasn't expecting it. I, I didn't know it was going to happen. And it went like this. I had just finished a really, really, really hard time in my life. Uh, my, my divorce uh, was final. Mm, is that true? Might not be true. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. My divorce was final. Uh, my mother, my dear mother, had gone through a, a traumatic time with her love and his cancer. Uh, my brother 
was undergoing health issues. Uh, my job in many ways was satisfying in other ways. Uh, being a teacher can be very, very political. Um, let's just say I was spent. <laughs> I was a tired girl. And, and I was so happy that I was able to show up in my life and, and for people, but there were a lot of endings happening. And you know what it's like when many endings are occurring. It's a scary time. You have to ask yourself, can I, can I see what's on the horizon that is going to be the new chapters and plots of my life? Can I see the characters that are coming my way? Do I understand how the plot of my life will thicken? And do I have the wisdom to move forward? That's where I was. On August 22nd, eight years ago, that's where I was. So I was invited by a dear friend. We were in California to take a little journey in a tiny little boat on a big lake. Well, I don't do that kind of thing because I don't swim. Or at least eight years ago, I didn't swim. I do now. And thanks to that story, I do. But back then, I didn't swim. So my answer was, no, I'm not getting in a little boat on a big lake. Uh-uh. No, that sounds terrifying. And I've already been through a lot in the last few years so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be taken out that way. Sorry, I've survived many things. I'm not gonna just jump in a boat with a seven up and flip over the side and call it good. That's not gonna be the story of my life. So my friend wasn't satisfied with that, and she just said, you know, it's a forty-five minute ride down to the lake. Just think about it. Well. I got in the back of the truck while she and her brother carried on and had this great conversation, and I had a full-blown panic attack that I wasn't willing to share with them. I was just shaking and feeling car sick and, and thinking, actually, instead of getting in the boat and dying, I think I'll just die right here in the back seat of the car. I didn't want to get in that boat. I, didn't, I was just absolutely fear-based. All the pictures of my life of being near water and the things that had happened that had been so unsafe, they were all coming back. They were flooding my memory. And all I could think about is, how am I going to get out of this? Oh, it was terrible. And then when I couldn't stand it anymore, this voice came to me and said, what if you had a new experience? And I was like, huh? What if I had a new experience? And that's what I did. I started to listen to that voice and think, I've had a lot of new experiences lately. I could have a new one right here. I'm going to jump to the chase and tell you it all worked out fine. But if you want to know more, follow me. And you can read the excerpts about this journey and how I transformed. Thanks for spending this time with you, me. And I'll see you next week on Story You Talk Radio.